This week, our plans for 2023, including downsizing into a much smaller RV. This is RV Miles. This winter, L.L. Bean wants to help you get outfitted for all that's out there with tips and advice for heading outdoors and exploring all the possibilities of the season. Finding time outside can feel tough in winter, but it's just steps away if you turn your backyard into a winter oasis. Add a fire pit to keep you warm, some winter games to keep you active, and some all-weather furniture and outdoor blankets for chilling out comfortably. Just because it's cold out, that doesn't mean you have to be cold. For more fun ideas, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com slash guide. Welcome to episode number 263 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who have been crisscrossing North America with our three boys on one epic road trip since 2016. Here at RV Miles, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from industry news to travel destinations, our national parks, and a ton more. And it is about to get much more epic. (laughs) We uh, are downsizing into a smaller RV, and we're going to tell you all about it on this episode of the podcast. But first, I broke my finger. Yeah, so why don't we talk about that, okay? So we have uh, a habit here at RV Miles, and by RV Miles, I mean Jason, to visit as many ERs as possible across the country. As Two. Three. Four. I think five. I have not been to five ERs. Three. You've been. Four. Five. Five. Yeah. We've been to five. We've been to five ERs. So would you like to, I feel like this is kind of giving away a little bit about what we're going to talk about. I do have about, to talk about the RV in order to explain that. So yes. we, we, we'll, we'll get to it a little bit later, but we are uh, we are going to be moving into a new RV. Um, if you're watching this on video, we are sitting in said new RV. <laughs> I was on the roof looking at where uh, I can put new solar panels up there. And it came down the, the roof. The RV has... A, a ladder on the back, a built-in standard RV ladder. And it sort of ends, you know, above the bumper. And the final step is kind of on the bumper. So I come down the ladder and I step on the bumper mm-hmm. and then I hop off the bumper. Uh, As I hop off the bumper, my ring on my ring finger, mm-hmm. my wedding ring, got caught on the ladder. And it grabbed and... Uh, yanked on my finger and then flew off of my finger, thankfully, because it could have ripped my finger off. Mm-hmm. Instead, it it broke it. So we went to the ER and uh, they took x-rays and it was just a clean, solid, though real strong break. Uh, not a fracture, not, a, not a, like a hairline fracture. No. It is like all the way through of my ring finger. So this left hand is going to be kind of out of commission for like the next three months. Which is uh, really problematic for what we're planning on doing here, (laughs) as you will see as we move forward in this episode. Yeah, so we took Jason to the ER here in Palm Springs. They were wonderful. They were busy, but they were wonderful. And here in a few days, we will be following up with a hand surgeon. The ER believes that because the break was so clean, 
that he should be able to just keep it in the splint and wrapped as it is and it's going to heal. But they would like him to see a hand surgeon to make sure that they don't want to put a pin in it. We are trying to send all of it, everything that we can muster to this appointment on Monday to ensure that surgery does not need to happen because that complicates a whole lot of stuff, as you will see as we continue. Well, and, and based on our insurance, um, you know, our insurance provides stabilization care out of mm-hmm. state. So for surgery, I would actually need to fly back to Illinois to have that done. Yes. So it really complicates things. It complicates so much. So this is kind of where we are at. What is amazing about all of this is that I was sitting at the campsite across from the RV with my friend Jamie, and we were sitting there talking and working, and my back was to the RV that Jason was climbing up on and Jamie looks at me and she goes, why is Jason on the roof? And I turn and I look and I see you up there and I grab my phone and I'm like jokingly to her, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and film this in case the insurance needs it later. You know, I'm just like being cheeky and I'm like just filming him up on the roof and the footage has him like on the roof. It's walking down. He gets on the ladder. He's climbing off and I stop filming when he disappears, because I know, okay, well, now he's reached the last rung and he's he's getting down. The minute I stopped filming, that man broke his finger. Like, immediately, as the, as the film ends, as the video ends, Jason is in the process of breaking his finger. And I'm just, I sit there, I finish filming, I turn around, and all of a sudden, I hear, Abby, come over here, I broke my finger. And I was like... Wait, what? What? And I'm like grabbing it and hold it, and 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 uh, and then you saw uh, it flopping, and you're like, I, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I said, uh, uh-uh. and Jamie had come over, and I said, uh, 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 uh. I what? And I looked at her, and I said, what is your capacity to look at broken things? Uh, this might be my limit. Uh, I've, lo- <laughs> I it was it was just kind of the finger was just kind of doing its own thing. Uh, as though it didn't actually like it wasn't attached to the body because it's not. And um, thankfully, again, so thankful to be caravanning and being with our friends Jamie and Clay because uh, they jumped into action. Clay grabbed the keys. He took you off to the ER so that I could get back up to the Sabre, grab the insurance, get the kids, inform them of what was going on. Jamie stayed behind with all the kids. Then I was able to jump in the Ford head over, trade places with Clay. They came back. He, they fed our kids. They, they just uh, provided us a sense of relief uh, that we could, again, just focus on this particular ER trip. And hey, maybe we've gotten it out of our system for 2023 maybe, because maybe you lasted all yeah. the way until May of 2022 yeah. before we had to take a trip to the ER. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, it, it, we've got this out of our system sure. because- like there's no more room for ER yeah. trips. That's just exactly so you know, that's exactly how it works. You get it out of yeah. your system and it's yeah. gone. So I that's, just need yeah. you to understand yeah. mm-hmm. that you will be existing for the next eight months inside of a, a plastic bubble. <laughs> or I might just put you back in like the kid's dinosaur costume. And <laughs> I don't think that will help. <laughs> just, just put you in that. Uh, and then when you have to go up on the roof, you have to wear the dino costume. That would make it much harder <laughs> to go on the roof. Let me just say 
that would make it much much harder and more as, dangerous as we're as we're walking around <laughs> the beaches of baja i'm just gonna need you to be like in a dino costume How yeah about that? i mean that's what's unfortunate is, is we're gonna be visiting some beaches and i can't swim yeah that is unfortunate you know we're getting ready to leave for our disney cruise in just a couple of weeks as well and we had to rearrange a few things for that so that um you know we can't really do the snorkeling and you can't get the manicure yeah yeah <laughs> it's a little rough but we're really thankful though i mean again we have to talk about this and then we're going to move on let's just be so thankful that it was a clean break that it could have been so much worse like when you when you put it into its own box and you look at it considering that you had gotten that ring caught like I mean, remember what happened to Jimmy Fallon and that whole thing with his ring mm-hmm. and the injury he sustained from that? That could have, you could have been Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> well, okay. I'll like, take his money. I, <laughs> um, yeah, and probably his healthcare. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. We're going to take yeah. a break in a second. When we come back, we're going to talk about what we're up to. But first, I wanted to answer a question that uh, that I've seen on Facebook. Wait, so we're not taking a break? No, I, there's something okay. I want to talk okay. about first. Just checking. Can I, just talk about something, please. You, you I will be Stop interrupting me. They get so angry when I interrupt you. I'll be over here drinking my coffee. Go for it. <laughs> so I saw a Facebook post recently. It wasn't in our group. It was somewhere else. Um, and the question was, how do you set your brake controller? What do you set the brake controller when you're towing a vehicle uh, that has electric trailer brakes and you've got the brake controller in the truck? Um you should have one. <laughs> Some trucks come with them. Sometimes you have to add them aftermarket, but uh, you need a brake controller that controls those electric brakes. Those those brake controllers have a gain setting, the amount of pressure they apply, right? Mm-hmm. The amount of electricity they apply, actually. And the question was, how do you set that? And I was blown away that there were like 30 comments on this post and maybe one right answer. So I thought it might be really uh, a good thing to just share with you how that works. First of all, it's in the owner's manual to your vehicle if it came with a brake controller, or it's in the manual to your aftermarket brake controller that explains how to do this. So it's it's very simple to just go and read that. Let me just say how Ford does says it. So our Ford F-350 comes with a built-in brake controller, and this is what they say to do. You hook your trailer up. You drive it at about 20 to 25 miles per hour and you set the brake controller, maybe start started at six and you depress the brake controller only. You take your foot off the gas pedal once you're at 20, 25 miles an hour, you take your foot off the gas pedal, pedal depress the brake controller only and, uh, and, and not the actual brakes of the truck. If the trailer wheels lock up, Right. So if mm-hmm. they, you know, they get solid and, and don't move and they skid, yeah. you have it set too high. So what they want you to do is increase the setting until that happens and then back it off by one. And if that doesn't ever happen, so say you're pulling a big heavy trailer like ours, 
uh, on like our fifth wheel, you're probably going to just have it set at full. And then if you feel like it's overpowering, if it's pulling too hard or something, you might, you might bring it back down a little bit. It's not an exact science, but that's kind of the way they suggest that you go about it. Another thing that I just learned very recently that I don't think very many people know about at all. I learned this from our friends, Tony and Peggy over at the Stressless Camping Podcast. Check them out. They are wonderful people and are good friends that you are supposed to burnish the brakes in a new trailer. The, if you have an electric drum brakes in a new trailer, you're supposed to go through a process that heats them up and sort of uh, gets the shoes working really well with the drum. So what you do, it, there's a whole process. I'll link to it in the show notes uh, that Lippert puts out there. Lippert manufactures the brakes on the vast majority of RVs sold out there where you go about 60, 65 miles an hour. And for a half a mile, you depress that brake controller at full and it heats up your brakes really hot, like three, 400 degrees. And they might even smoke. Um, and that's actually going to provide you with way better braking power for the life of your trailer. Hmm. And I never hear anybody talking about that, but we've it never is talked about something it. you're supposed to do. So we're going to do that on our new RV, which we're going to share with you the details of in just a moment. Okay. So we are now officially <laughs> taking a break. And before we do that, though, I also want to say a very happy new year to all of you listening and watching today. And we will be back in just a moment. Chances are you've seen them on the road. That's because Blue Ox designs and manufactures the best towing products in the industry. Just look around. You'll find them on highways and campgrounds and anywhere you find people traveling in the great outdoors. Award-winning tow bars, base plates, and brakes. A full line of weight distributing hitches. Adjustable ball mounts and a new line of fifth wheel hitches. With Blue Ox, towing doesn't have to be a drag. To learn more about how Blue Ox can make your travel adventures even more stress-free, visit blueox.com. This episode is supported by ParkWolf, the ultimate app for visiting U.S. national parks. With ParkWolf, you can view upcoming places and amenities as you drive through the park, locate the nearest gas, food, bathrooms, and pullover points. ParkWolf's wildlife maps show you the best times and places to see or avoid wildlife along with a feed of the latest wildlife sighting photos from the parks. ParkWolf even makes it possible for you to view your live location and direction on official park maps while staying up to date on current NPS alerts and advisories. ParkWolf keeps working even if you lose service. To learn more, download the ParkWolf app for iPhone free from the Apple App Store today. We are back and it's time to talk about our 2023 travel plans. We yes. are so excited. We are thrilled. So if you've been around RV Miles for a while, you know that Jason and I like to try to come up with big, fun, epic sort of adventures that we can do. And sometimes those all pan out and sometimes they don't. We have to, you know, slow down and stay stationary for a while. This year, though is kind of like, I think, going to be our most epic year of travel. You know, at the first of the year, every year on the podcast, we always kind of outline what 20, you know, what that year is going to look like. So 
for the last uh, 15, 16, 17 months, we have been traveling in a Sabre 37 FLL. We are Forest River Ambassadors, and we have had this fifth wheel with us. It has been amazing. We have loved our home on wheels. It has taken us so many places across the country. However, we were influenced, I guess we could say, by some friends, by our friends, JV and Clay, or we were all dreaming together, which is probably a better way of of putting it. We were all dreaming together of some pretty epic adventures that we wanted to go on. And it quickly became evident that these plans that we wanted to do were not going to be doable if we were still traveling in the Sabre. Yeah, there's just just so many places where you can't camp with a giant <laughs> well, fifth wheel and it's a trade-off well, right yeah and it's, we it's a great for full-time RVers like us with three kids it's great to have a big space with two bedrooms um for the kids to live in and and a big front living room for us to all hang out in it's all wonderful stuff but there are just places we can't go and yeah, those places like, particularly are on the west coast yeah you know so we called up our friends over at forest river uh specifically over at ibex and we are now partnering with them to uh move out of the saber for the next probably six to eight ten months and we are moving into a 25-foot off-road Ibex 20BHS. I will link to I will link to it in the description for the YouTube video as well as the description for the podcast. You can go over, take a look at it. We are going to have a walkthrough of it out on YouTube really soon as well. So you can kind of see the insanity that we are about to move ourselves into. The Ibex itself is awesome. It's really going to meet a lot. It's going to be all of our needs for what we have planned. So it is a bunk house with mm-hmm. two bunks. So, you know, we have three kids, so it's two bunks and then a dinette that can convert into a, a bed, which we're going to do, but we're going to make it a little bit more of a... We're turning it into a bedroom. Bed space really? yeah. that we will now and then convert back to a dinette on like rainy days. Yep. Um, a queen bed for us and it's all in one space. There are no rooms. There is no wall between us and our kids we're gonna put a curtain up uh but it is a it is a 25 foot travel trailer it is very Mm -hmm. small and it has a very small kitchen uh it has no oven it has a a convection oven so it's a you know a microwave microwave, yep uh it it has a small refrigerator it is it's just all smaller yeah. yeah It's more compact. It makes a lot of sense. We looked at a lot of different models. So when we decided to do this, or maybe better, why are why are you doing this, Jason and Abby? I'm sure all of you are yelling that right now at either the TV or in the car. You're screaming like, why on earth are you doing this, Jason and Abby? Well, we have really wanted to do some places across this country that have felt really inaccessible to us. So we have the next, for the next six months, starting in February, we are heading down to, in the Ibex, with our friends who moved out of a 38-foot fifth wheel into a 30-foot Airstream with their two kids. We are all headed to Baja. We're going to be in Baja for about a month. Then we are going to ride the coast California. We're going to head in a little bit, head to Yosemite. 
to the Redwoods. We're going to continue into Oregon. We're going to continue into Washington. We're going to continue into Canada. We're going to jump on the Alcan, and we are headed for Alaska. We are taking six to eight months. We are going to go into three countries. We are going to go into states we have never visited. Pacific Northwest, we are finally coming for y'all. I cannot wait. And we are checking off Alaska. Yeah. And this and is, it's this the, is huge for the us. The entire Pacific coast of North America. It's very exciting to it's me that we're going to be able thrilling. to do that. And we are doing so much of what we've always wanted to do because we have gone small for this. Mm-hmm. We are really just becoming as compact as we can. We're going to continue to have Fordo. Don't worry that that gasser is going nowhere. We're going to continue to have our gas truck. And we're just going to enjoy what we're calling kind of like a little bit of a vacation. You know, the Sabre is not going away. We're going to just put it into storage and then we will return to it after this is all over. This is an opportunity for our family to um, get back a little bit to what this was all supposed to be in the yeah, first place. In many that- ways, I think it might feel more like what we were doing when we were in the bus. Oh, for sure. We were now in the bus. We never had running water. We we lived three years. <laughs> the bus was eighty percent complete. We never finished. Never the finished running, the water. The running water, but the amount of living space it almost feels very similar. It to does. That. We have a lot of plans for the ibex that we are going to attempt to complete in a. About the next three weeks. Uh, <laughs> that's that's part of the problem. So we've got with Jason's now broken finger. A little less than a month with a cruise in between, and we've got a lot yeah. of things we want to do. We want to upgrade the solar. One of the great things it it already comes with a good solar controller mm-hmm. and a two hundred watt panel, and you can just add on to that. So we're going to add another panel or two. Um, we we really need to be able to maximize the interior storage. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be putting up hooks and tracks and things uh, to be able to store everything we need inside. We're going to put up curtains, like we mentioned. Um, there's just lots of little things that need to get done, and just the sort of moving into it. Yeah, we're going to be installing a composting toilet. So because we are looking at sm- much smaller tanks. So it's only a 30-gallon black, a 40-gallon gray, and a 40-gallon fresh here in the Ibex 20 BHS. So the best way that we can make boondocking work for a family of five, just like we made boondocking work for a family of five over in the Sabre, is to go ahead and put another Nature's Head composting toilet here into the Ibex. So we need to do that. Jason mentioned the solar We also want to do just a few storage upgrades. You know, all of the boys are completely on board with this. We should also make that really clear. The kids are very excited for this. Um, The dinette that is going to be one of our kids' bedrooms isn't going to be a dinette. We're going to make that their own special space. You know, when we were looking at smaller rigs, just like when we designed the bus, just like when we went and got um, Ranger Gandalf Traley, when we had our Pioneer. What was always the most important to us was that everyone had a space to call their own. Now, that means you have to sacrifice here and there, but to have a space that you go to that is solely your own, that belongs to you, that you can decorate yourself, that that is incredibly important. It might be really small. (laughs) It might be really small, but, you know, actually, the bunks are fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a we're uh, we're putting new mattresses in. We're working with our friends over at RVmattress.com. We're going to be putting new mattresses in here because, again, it was so important to me that if everyone's space 
their personal place to go to was also the place that they were going to sleep. They needed quality mattresses in there and everyone needed a good night's sleep. So there's a lot that we have to do in here to make it work for us, but in this really fun and functional way. And also going back to that whole getting on the road, why did we start this in the first place? Really making the outside part of our inside. So that is really going to be utilizing our outdoor space more, encouraging, because the Sabre is so wonderful. It's so wonderful. And it has so many places we can all go to that often we're all completely, yeah. we don't really. We're, we're losing a living room, you know, so our, the outside is our living room. The outside will become and our living we're room. We're losing sure. a heck of a lot of kitchen space oh. and we're going to do a lot more cooking outside, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't even bring the, when you see the video, you will understand the drip coffee maker can't even there's a, there's zero counter space there's there no is a stove space. and there is a sink and there is four inches between them I, if i could offer prior to even living in this and using this one request of small compact rv makers i don't need a three burner stove you no, know what i need two skinny yeah give me two skinny and give me more counter space like i don't need three burners in here this is it, most people don't use three burners in, in well, a you can't, residential let's, home. Let's be honest. You can't fit three pots <laughs> on a three burner RV stove to true. begin with. Okay. <laughs> like, come on. It's, it is so silly unless you are using the teeny tiny little saucepans. So that is already presenting a little bit of a challenge. Uh, there are, are challenges that we get to meet with this that I think we're really excited about. You know, we're in year six, actually going on year seven. And I think we need a challenge. We needed to. We're in our seventh year. We're, we are in our yes, seventh yes. year. We needed something that uh, as we look to the future and what that future means for us as Jack gets ready for college, I think we needed to do something that not only is going to to bring us all together a little bit more as a family. Uh, but also offer us the opportunity to go on one epic adventure. And I, I just, I can't believe it's actually happening. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, and, and, and part of what's happening with that is not only we're going to, you know, obviously share on the podcast here, all the great places we go. We're going to give you all the information about going into Baja, about going into Canada, about getting to Alaska, about uh, traveling the PCH, all that sort of stuff. But also we're going to start creating finally again, <laughs> Uh, some more video content that is travel vlogs that is about our travels. Um, so we're we're very excited about doing some of that. We kind of have an idea of how to do it in maybe a little different way than you might have experienced before with some other YouTube channels. Just not as a uh, not as a dig on anybody, but as a just way to that makes us more comfortable oh, makes yeah. us feel different well no i think it's about what are we good at yeah you know we yeah. need to recognize what we are good at and then mm -hmm. not try to force ourselves into something else that just doesn't we don't have the talent for mm -hmm. so this is really exciting because this will be it's a docuseries it's going to be a docuseries of what we're calling baja to alaska and it's going to be all about how we do this it, we're going to be brutally honest about what it is like to do this. And so there will be a series of just sort of RV life videos, how-to videos, but then we also will be travel vlogging. And what's exciting about the travel vlog 
is that our son, our 15-year-old, is going to join us in the filming and editing. You know, he's really passionate about wanting to go off to school as a director or an editor or a screenwriter. And we are so honored that he wants to do this with us. And, you know, that you and Jack have already started that. You know, we had alluded to the fact that Jason was out of town back in December. Well, Jason and Jack flew to Elkhart. They met with the team at Ibex. They picked up the Ibex, and then they drove it all the way back 2, here. 2,100 miles back. They did. And they. And if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, our yeah. light just flipped off. <laughs> we lost battery power on it. So actually it might look better without the light. Oh, who sure. knows? You know, it is just, again, this is what you can expect uh, going yeah, forward. Yeah, some technical difficulties are, are bound to happen in the future. But yeah, yeah Jack and I traveled that, that whole distance. That's where I ran out of gas, as we mentioned <laughs> on the last episode. And yep. uh, it because I was towing it with a very small vehicle, probably too small, and I don't want to recommend, but it was fine. Uh, and, and also, it towed so well. So this Ibex has independent suspension. Um, it's 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 got great ground clearance and each individual wheel has its own uh spring and shock uh on it so they're it's beast uh, they're, mode. they call it beast mode it's that's beast their, mode uh that's the name of the package but it's you know it's mainly meant for taking it off road and down uh washboard roads and all that sort of stuff but actually it does really great on the highway yeah i am excited to just take this out on the road and see it for myself i haven't had a chance to be in the truck as we're towing it i'm excited to get to tow it myself i'm really looking forward to that and you know one of the things i want to mention too which you definitely will because i broke my finger yeah, <laughs> i have to but if you are curious like have we have we named this i mean you know that is I know that's what's on everyone's mind right now. Yes, we have named this. We've named it multiple times. Its full name is Stephen Rebecca Sasquatch the Third. Okay, there's like this Sasquatch like image, like a silhouette on the side, and then there's like the ibex. And so we named it Stephen Rebecca Sasquatch the Third. We. Yes, Nick, or the, we also call it the Squatchmobile, Squatchy, the Bax, Bax, it's, it's and Bex. Steve. It's, it's, but, it's m- Bex. but Bax tends to be what sticks the most, like I'm going down to the Bax or I got to get something from the Bax. <laughs> so that tends to be what sticks around. Um, so we're we're at uh, this campground. We have two campsites here. The the two <laughs> RVs people? are separated apart from each other. So we have to like come down here and work on it and yeah. bring stuff over. And it's okay. uh, tomorrow we're actually going to take it out of here and try to go do a full walkthrough video of it out on some BLM land or something yeah. because the sites are real small here and not conducive to doing a walk around yeah. video. But um, we're just really really excited to get moving on this and uh, and we're and excited work to ahead. be doing this with our friends and mm-hmm. to be able to share the joys of caravanning with another full-time family and all that comes with that i'm so thankful that we have them to especially do baja and alaska with like it's just and i'm excited for you all to get to know them as well because they're just such incredible people so it's going to be really Pretty epic around here in a hopefully good non-ER, no more breaking, injuring of things in 2023 around RV Miles. So, you know, make sure if you're listening to this and you haven't popped over to the RV Miles YouTube channel, 
please make sure you head over there and subscribe so that you can join us on this adventure. Of course, we will also share what's happening in the form of reels and posts on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. We'll do talking about it in the RV Miles Facebook group and then here on the podcast. Yeah. So if you have questions or you have advice for us about Alaska, about Canada or Northern California or Baja, please let us know in oh, the comments please. on the YouTube uh, video version of this or in the RV Miles Facebook group. If you're not a member there, please come join us. It's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, we would love any advice that you can share with us. So thank you in advance. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to check the level of our tanks. We'll be right back. On every road trip, there are moments you wish could last forever. Your kids running into the ocean for the first time, that perfect campsite with views that amaze and surprise, a hike through Sarah's crack, moments you spend time planning and you wish would never end. But like all good adventures, they do. But you know what doesn't have to end? Your RoadPass Pro membership you used to plan that memory-making vacation. Grab your RoadPass Pro membership today and lock in the $49.99 price for life. Featuring some of our favorite trip planning sites like Campendium and Road Trippers and the Togo app for checklists, RoadPass Pro will help you create an amazing RV adventure. Save $10 off your first year with code RVMILES10X and lock in the renewal rate of $49.99 for life. RoadPass Pro is going up in the new year, so if you've been on the fence, now is the time to join and save. Just click the link in the description and use code RVMILES10X to save $10 off your first year of RoadPass Pro. It's time for a new RV mattress. Abby and I have been testing out the Wanderlust mattress from RVMattress.com by Brooklyn Bedding, and we couldn't be happier. We're sleeping better, and because we were able to customize the mattress, we got the exact fit for our needs. RVMattress.com offers a 120-night sleep trial, the ability to pick different sizes and thicknesses, plus their products are toxin-free, made in the USA, and incredibly simple to set up. We were able to have ours delivered to the campground, and within hours of unboxing, the mattress was fully expanded and ready to sleep on. RVMattress.com offers free shipping and is offering the RV Miles community 20% off. Visit RVMattress.com slash RVMiles and use the promo code RVMiles, all one word. That's RVMattress.com slash RVMiles with the promo code RVMiles for 20% off. We are back, and it is time to check the level of our tanks. Jason, what is in your fresh tank this week? How about my black tank first? How that's about what do. your black tank? Uh, my black tank is is this uh, crazy uh, river in the sky weather that is hitting California How right now. Dare you take? Was that going to be yours? Black tank. Sorry. Uh, the weather in general has been rough. There was that big that big storm that hit most of the country the last week of the year, and now uh, Northern California. And when I say Northern California, I mean basically everybody north of us down here in Palm Springs is getting hit with just disastrous amounts of rain and snow, like eight inches of rain, feet of snow. Uh, we're getting some rain and cold and wind down here, but it's nothing compared to what a lot of people are going through. Um, as we're recording this on Thursday, I know a couple people have already died and the worst of it is kind of happening today. Oh. Um, so it's, uh, people are having to evacuate and lots of stuff going on. They're saying this is probably going to be the worst storm in California in five years. So, 
It's really unfortunate, and it's probably going to be hitting more of the country as well as it travels. All right, everyone, please continue to stay safe then, because it sounds like uh, it's not over yet. Yeah. All right, what yeah. is in your fresh tank? Uh, so my fresh tank is, you know, we've always recommended that that people, when when you buy an RV, not worry about smart TVs and uh, just get a Roku device or an Amazon Fire Stick or mm-hmm. a, a Google, Google Chromecast. Chromecast. Uh, we we use Roku, so we have a, a Roku soundbar in our living room and a, a small Roku in our bedroom. They just attach your, to your TV and they turn it into a smart TV. Um, and you can buy TVs that have the Roku's operating system built in already. But my fresh tank is sort of the free offerings on Roku lately on the actual Roku channel have been kind of awesome. We've been watching lots of great stuff, including every single season of This Old House, which is like probably up there in my top five all-time favorite shows. I thought maybe you were going to tell everyone that they have Columbo. They do have Columbo. <laughs> now, you do have to watch commercials on lots of these. Um, <laughs> not that many. Uh, but I, yes, I've, I've, you know, with being laying with my finger, I laid in bed and watched an episode of Columbo the other night. I think I came in halfway through and I, weren't you proud of me? Because I said absolutely nothing about the fact. I said nothing. You didn't and say I anything. I sat down and I was just working on the laptop while you were watching Columbo. And that was the first time I had ever been in the room when an episode of Columbo was on. And I thought, okay, looks like this is your life now. (laughs) They also have the, 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 the first season of the great British breaking show, right? The very, very first season, you know, normally it starts on like season three, which is, uh, is that the style over uh, substance no, season? Not, that's, I, I that's four or no, that's four. Um, anyway, normally it starts then. And they've they've given you the first two that were like before the show got to glow up. And it's fascinating. It is. It's absolutely fascinating to watch what it was like for those first two seasons when they were just teeny tiny little British bake-off show. It's Love even it. more British and nice. Oh, more British, more nice. <laughs> it's just it's just a delight. It's yeah. wonderful. So check out their free offerings. You know, they've got that Weird Al movie, all sorts of stuff on on, on Roku. What is in your black tank this week? So my black tank goes to, okay, so outside of the campground here, we have a main road. Mm -hmm. And the speed limit on that road is 55 miles an hour. Okay. And that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. There are stop signs. So weird. Constantly on this road. So by the time you even reach... 55 for most of us it's time to start breaking again because there's a stop sign coming i don't don't get it i don't actually think that meets whatever they call it the national vehicle code i think oh that doesn't surprise me when you're supposed to have a stop sign i I believe it's supposed to slow down to like 35 miles an hour before a stop sign it is so strange and there and there's a light there's there's several lights but there's also just this constant like stream of stop signs and everyone is zipping and then everyone is slamming on their brakes and then everyone starts zipping through again because you know it's like oh the speed limit's 55 well i can't be seen going less than 60 so it's just it's weird i kind of hate driving on that road yeah i rode my bike on it Uh, that's that's i don't understand that well it was it was it's great because it's actually wide I know, uh, but 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 people be crazy on yeah, that road. Yeah, they are. They are crazy. So I just again, someone out there. This road obviously hasn't. No one's thought about this road in a while. 
we need to think about this road and maybe see if we can either, you know, bump the speed limit down or maybe, you know, figure you can't no, you can't change it either because there it is four way stops. It like, should ju- it should them. come down to like thirty five. It just doesn't need to be fifty five. There's not enough the time. If there's a if there was time, if there's a big difference between the stop signs, then you go up to fifty five. But, but there's but not within a couple hundred feet, you need to come down or something. Anyway, That's weird. What's in your fresh tank this week? So my fresh tank is for all of you out there who are road schooling or homeschooling or looking for um, some online educational classes for your kids. It's possible I've talked about this in the past, but we have really been implementing over the last several months outschool.com as part of our kids' educational curriculum. And I just I wanna share that with anyone who's looking to Really, I mean, you can build an entire curriculum off of OutSchool. There are teachers on there and educational platforms that also offer entire curriculums for your child. And I have really, really appreciated this platform. It's become more accessible to us since we got Starlink. So in the past, we really couldn't use OutSchool the way that I had always wanted to use it. Now, if you're asking, well, what in the world is OutSchool? So OutSchool is this online platform where thousands upon thousands of teachers in all kinds of different subjects, everything you could probably think of is on OutSchool. They offer up classes. They can be anywhere from 30 minutes uh, once a week to an hour twice a week. They can be full long semester. Like our son, Jack, just finished uh, a full semester of a, a film class that he was in with other students. You do it through Zoom. It is incredibly safe. If you have any concern, they have every safety measure implemented into this site to ensure that your child stays safe. They have the opportunity to participate with other children online in these classes. And I really, I've I've just been really, really impressed with it. And as we get ready to start our next semester on Monday without school, I'm really excited for the kids because they have some really great classes lined up and they've been able to make some connections with teachers that they really connect with. Um, you know, one of uh, one of our sons is taking um, a class called If Historical Figures Went to Hogwarts. <laughs> and each week they talk about a particular historical figure. They learn about that person or they uh, find out what makes them historical, I guess. And then they place them in a house. <laughs> and he, That's a unique way to learn about history by bringing it into a modern context. Well, yeah. Them. And I think too, yeah. because you're also, you know, these houses are so particularly defined in the world of Harry Potter as to what the characteristic traits are for each house that you then have to use this critical thinking based off what little bit of information you, or however much information you know about this particular person. And then you have to to figure that out. It's, it's really, it's quite a lot of fun and he absolutely loves it. So if you want to learn more about outschool.com, um, we do have, we don't get anything from this. We just, we have a $20 off coupon for anyone that wants to try it for their first class. They offer it to everyone who's on OutSchool. So if you want to try it for your kid and you want to save $20, I will link to it in the YouTube description and then also in the podcast description as well. It's also a, a 
great thing to look at if you're somebody looking for a way to make income oh, from the road. Absolutely. If you want to teach a class on OutSchool, that that could be a, a great way to make money if you have that kind of either if you have teaching experience or if you have a lot of experience in a particular topic that you would be good at teaching. I would love to see more book club type classes. Actually, mm-hmm. I can just throw it out there. Hey, if you are, you know, a, a literature major or what, you know, you just like talking about books, it would be really cool to see just a, a little bit more of a variety on there for uh, the kids. Okay, that's it for this week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. Yes, it is. And a continued happy 2023 to all of you listening and watching. Again, if you are thinking about picking up any new gear for your RV camping season, which is right around the corner, trust me, the snow will melt. Consider going over to amazon.com slash shop slash RV Miles. Take us with you as you are shopping. And if you are enjoying this show, if you want to support a small business and you want to help keep RV Miles the independent journalists that you have come to know and hopefully maybe kind of sort of tiny respect, please consider (laughs) becoming a Mile Marker member. I will link to the ways that you can support RV Miles through a Mile Marker subscription. And what you are doing when you become a Mile Marker is you are helping RV Miles stay independent and continue to offer and increase the content for you, the RV consumer. So thank you to the over or almost 100 mile marker members who have just joined us in the last couple of weeks. We are so grateful for that support. Of course, we are grateful for any support you can offer RV miles. It does not have to be as just a mile marker. And finally, I promise we're getting out of here. If you want to chat with Jason and me, please head over to the RV miles Facebook group. Tag us in a post. We would love to speak with you. All right. Have a happy, prosperous, joyous, healthy. Do not break any bones or go to the ER new year and we will see you down the road as we keep logging those rv miles bye everybody bye